Mr. Brown, Mysteries. Adventures in excitement and suspense, based on the best-selling novels by the slick storytelling sensation, Carter Brown. it looked like your hero, Joe Kahn, wasn't the only one searching for Helen Duisburg. But at least your hero knew why the dame was so popular. Because of the parcel given to me by her dead husband's pal, Kaplan. The parcel which contained $200,000 and which now nestled in my safe deposit box. Since I was sure that Mailer, the manager of the Casbar nightclub, was tied up in the thing, I'd had my secretary, Daisy, get herself a job there as cigarette girl. Then I sat tight and waited for something to break. Hello? Is that you, Mr. Kahn? Yeah, who's that? It's Kaplan here. You remember me? Oh, sure. What can I do for you, Mr. Kaplan? You remember I gave you a parcel? Yeah. Well, there seems to have been some sort of mistake. Mistake? Yes. Mrs. Deuceberg is with me now, and she claims that she never gave you any authority to pick up that parcel for her. And she wants it right away. She's with you now? That's right, Mr. Kahn. Well, hold her there. I'll be right over. Mr. Kahn, you are quick. Come in. Thanks. She's still here? Yes, yes. She's waiting for you in the living room. Uh, this way. I'm glad you called me, Captain. Now, don't worry. I can straighten everything out. I, I hope so. Here we are. What? Don't be shy, Con. Come on in. Mailer. Hank. <clears throat> You're right, Con. That's a gun in your kidneys. Play it smart and you'll keep them. Get his gun, Hank. Uh -huh. That's it. Well, well, well. Nice work, Captain. You really had me fooled. I thought the Duesberg dame was really here. I'm sorry, Mr. Con. Honest, I am. But they burst in here threatening me. I wouldn't have done it even then, but they started on my wife. I just couldn't stand that, Mr. Kahn. I, I just couldn't stand it. Sure, Captain, sure, I understand. Now we've all had a good cry. Where is it, Kahn? How did you figure, Kaplan? Not too difficult. After you came to see me, I said to Hank, there goes one smart private eye. Why don't you follow him around a little and see where he goes? Oh? Uh -huh. We got interested when you went to Glauben Chemicals, and even more interested when you came here to see Kaplan. You're a smart, all right, Kahn. It was staring us in the face, but we never saw it. Cortez never chose Carl Duesberg for the job because he was dumb. He chose him because he had brains. And Duesberg wouldn't trust anybody. But he thought he'd look after his wife, Helen. So he made sure even she wouldn't know where it was until she woke up sometime and remembered his pal Kaplan. That way, he made it safe for Helen, both with Cortez and me. But it took a private eye to show us the way. Yeah. A private eye who was so smart he forgot to look behind him when he walked down the road. We all make mistakes. And we have to pay for them. So where is it? Supposing I don't tell you. Supposing you want to go on living. That's just why I won't tell you. You aren't going to kill me till you get what was in that parcel. So, I think I won't tell you. Hank. Now, <laughs> oh. where did you say it was? I let you into a secret, Naylor. I can take an awful lot of that. It's not as bad as people make out. When it gets really bad, you pass out anyway. 
And even if you don't pass out, you say the parcel is somewhere where it isn't. That gives you a break until the guy finds out it isn't there. It's a game we could play for a long time. Hmm. So, what do you want for the parcel? Percentage? We could discuss it. I don't want any percentage. I got into this because I have a client. I want what the client wants. Helen Deuceberg. Give me Helen, and I'll give you the parcel. I'll need 48 hours. I'll have to do a little organizing. Okay. You'll call me? No, I don't think so. Just in case you change your mind and decide to skip with the parcel, I think you'd better be my guest for the next 48 hours. The Casbar isn't a bad sort of place. Okay. Suits me. We'll go, then. Mr. Kaplan. Yes? There's $500. That's to help you forget about what's happened here. If you don't forget, we'll come back. It was early when we arrived at the Casbar. Too early for customers, but not for the staff, the waiters, and the cigarette girls. As we walked through the room, I saw a vision in black knit stockings, black tights, and a tight black blouse. What's the matter? What are you stopping for? I'm out of cigarettes. Mind if I buy some? Oh, go ahead. Thanks. Cigarettes, sir? Two packs of camels. Daisy, they're going to keep me here. Find out which room. See if you can get the key. I've got to get out, but fast. The things I do for a living... Two packs of camels, sir. Thanks. Keeps the change. I left Daisy, rejoined Mailer and Hank, and was led down a corridor past Mailer's office. They stopped at a door and opened it. I apologize for the smallness of the room, Con, but you'll be comfortable here if a little restricted. Tomorrow we'll let you out and around for exercise. I'll have a meal sent up later. Thanks. You seeing you, Con? The click of the lock was an unpleasant sound somehow. I reached for a cigarette and wished it was a bottle. About an hour later, the door opened and Hank dumped a tray inside. The food was good, but it almost made me feel sleepy. Two hours later, I was stretched on the bed when the key grated in the lock again. Joe! Daisy! Hurry up! Daisy, honey. How'd you do it? That ugly character called Hank had the key. Well, how'd you get it from him? I distracted him. But how? These legs you're always talking oh, about. Oh, they're worth their weight in gold. Then what? Then I smacked him with a bottle. Daisy, you're a wonder. How do we get out of here? Straight down to the right. That's the back door. Come on, hurry, before Hank comes round. Hey, there's a car. Oh, Joe, the car's no good unless you've got the keys for well, it. Well, you never know. People get careless. We're in luck. Look, a Cadillac with keys. Oh. Here's where we ride in style, baby. Come on, climb in. Right. Well, I think I rate a raise for that rescue act. You sure do, honey. You're terrific. There's only one thing I wish. What? If we'd had time to get back to Hank so I could have collected my gun. Well, keep your eyes straight ahead. Huh? Don't turn your head. Now, hold out your hand. Is that it? My gun? Daisy. I thought you might want a gun, so I took it. I'm glad to get rid of it. 
The darn thing was cold. And that's it, Daisy. The whole story up to date. Gee, $200,000. That's enough to last for a lifetime. But it's probably hot money, honey. It'd keep me warm, for sure. Besides, think of all the taxes. Yes. That takes the dough out of my dreams. Back to being your secretary with no salary. At least they'd have paid me at the Casbar. It was a nice place. They run it in style. Yeah. But it's not as good as his place in Toluth, they tell me. A club called the Arabian Nights. They say it's super. Yeah. Hey, what was that? What's the matter? Did I say something? Did you ever? What was that about a place in Toluth? Well, they say it's better than the Casbar, that's all. All is right. But of course, it's unnatural. Mailer said it'd take him 48 hours to get her up here. If she's working at his Toluth joint, he'd need time to replace her. Daisy! Oh, don't yell like that. You startle me. Now, look, get on the phone and find out when the next plane leaves for Toluth. Book two seats. Then get back to your apartment, change and pack. I'll do the same. Then we go looking for some quiet hotel. What for? Just to keep out of Mailer's way till the plane goes. Now, go to it, honey. I waited for Daisy to come back, I did one more thing. I called Diane Clutterbuck at the Astoria and told her about my hunch that the sister she was looking for was at Mailer's night spot in Toluth. I promised to call a long distance if my hunch paid off. The next evening, Daisy and I were sitting at a table in the Arabian Nights in Toluth. Well, they were right about this place being better than the Casbah. Yeah. That's a first-rate floor show. Joe can't keep that wolf in his kennel. I'm the girl you should be concentrating on, not those underdressed stains on the floor. But they're really something. Especially that black-haired babe. She can dance, too. It's not her dancing you're interested in. Well, that, too. I thought you said this Helen Dewsberg would be doing her act here. She hasn't come on so far, and the floor show's nearly finished. Yeah, I've been worrying about that, too. Khan, the great detective. Has it occurred to you we might have made the trip for nothing? Oh, not for nothing, honey. Just to catch those cuties is worth plenty. They're finishing, thank goodness. There. That raven-haired beauty you were feasting your eyes on is taking her bow and... Well, I'll be... That black hair, it... it's a wig. She's taken it off. She's a blonde. She's not only a blonde, she is also Helen Dewsberg. Joe! Yeah, we found her, Daisy. You stay here, honey. Where are you going? To say hello to Helen. Keep a candle in the window for me. Duisburg. Who are you? I'm Joe Kahn, a private detective. That probably doesn't mean anything to you, but your sister Diane hired me to find you for her. My sister Diane? That's right. I might also tell you that I found out where Carl left the silver box. What? He left it with Kaplan. He wrote you a note with it. Said that was the safest way. How do you know this? It's a long story, but I've got the silver box. I was bargaining it against you with Mailer. The question is now, what do you want to do about it? I'm afraid it's a little late for Mrs. Dewsberg to decide that. What? Cortez? Plus a gun, Mr. Kahn. Plus a gun. 
Thank you.